Hello and welcome to the Go Play That podcast. It's Wednesday the 18th of January. My name's Rob Cook and I'm here with Stu Oswald. Hello. And Earl Baker. You sound like you're answering a telephone then. I oh, like it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> 437298. <laughs> uh, Earl's back with us for the first time in a long while. Yeah, months. Yeah. Half a year, roughly? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You took a well-deserved break to... My sabbatical. To birth children. <laughs> to birth two children at once. <laughs> um, and we're here to specifically talk about the Nintendo Switch, which had its proper full-on unveiling uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Was it Thursday or Friday? It was Thursday. Yeah. yeah. We, uh, we thought we'd switch up the usual uh, format. Oh, oh yeah, God. I see. God, how many of those have we got today? <laughs> so we've, got, uh, we've had more or less a week to think about it and go through all of the emotions. I guess we're not quite there yet uh, to being like done with that process. <laughs> the morning process. Yeah. Um, we'll start by talking about that day and what we learned about it. Should we start with the actual, the initial presentation, which was sort of, it was in Japanese with um, dubbing over the top. Like That's right. Yeah. Live, dubstep. Live dubstep over the top. Yeah, translated by people that didn't have the script, it seems. Yeah. So they had to actually translate in real time. Especially for Cedar 51, who already go, it goes into the sty- a style that makes it impossible to translate fully. Yeah, like I was reading the transcript afterwards and he went into some like really specific Japanese pro wrestling anecdotes. Yeah. <laughs> and the translator just goes, he's making a wrestling game. Yeah. <laughs> I was, think. Was it like um, that, see the South African guy who just made up like the sign language, was it kind of like that? Oh yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> on BBC, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it was quite an admirable job. No, 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 no. It, it made sense. Yeah. Um, so, we learned, well, they started off by doing a load of stuff about motion control. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed HD rumble. Yeah. Um, and then explained that you'll be able, it'll be so good. You'll be able to tell how many cubes of ice are in the glass. Yeah, they even decided to say, uh, you would be able to fill up to three ice yeah. cubes. Followed Four? By- no. Yeah. Four ice cubes is too much, <laughs> but you can fill one, two, three ice cubes and you could feel the, the, the virtual glass that you're holding fill with water. Yeah. And do you get the ice cubes with the console or it's another hidden console? That'll be a running theme <laughs> throughout today. Five dollars per ice cube. Um so they they look they showed that and then they showed one two switch, which That was the first game, wasn't it? That was the first game they yeah. showed. And and they they started with like a um Wild West It's a dueling game, dueling. right? Yeah. But then they showed a Milking. montage of uh act, paid actors hopefully paid actors, uh, showing off other mini-games. And we we now know that there's like a cow milking. There's one where you have to put the Joy-Con up to your face and... Uh, oh, like so eat. an eating competition. And, it, and so they, en- they ended up showing... It, it scans the back of your throat yeah, using it can, it can infrared. Tell, <laughs> they can tell if, it's, if it can see your lips or the back of your throat to know if you're That's eating. amazing. That's, that's next gen. Yeah. Think of the possibilities yeah. with that technology. Uh, the, the best one, actually, if, um, which got hidden in the treehouse thing, is the yeah. table tennis game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Table and tennis looks really good. And it's table tennis without a table, without a ball. It's and blind without, table tennis. It, yeah, yeah, you might as well close your eyes because it's all about the sound. Yeah. And it a lot of the stuff in the 1-2 switch that they've shown reminds me of what we say when we're talking about Rhythm Paradise, which is you're actually mm. maybe better off 
closing your eyes, even though they're saying look into the opponent's into eyes. The opponent's eyes. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's just to, that's just to add a poker element to yeah, the game. Yeah, like, the one two switch was probably the only significant thing they showed that we weren't already aware of. Yeah, they because... showed arms as well. Oh yeah, they did show arms. Yeah, that's true. So they were two, they were the two launch game Nintendo made announcements. Because so my impressions of that presentation. And I was really looking forward to the presentation and I was going to buy this hardware yeah. regardless. Right. Is they did a phenomenal job in that three minute video they showed late last year mm. of helping explain what that system is, the sort of games that will be on there, um, to the point that this entire presentation kind of became release date, price mm. as the focus. The only other things we learned were a couple of new games, but everything else we kind of knew about. Well, there, yeah, I, I, I didn't tech, need that presentation to tell me about HD Rumble. I didn't need that presentation um, for for what they showed. Portability, and, and because of that, everyone focused on what was new information. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of new no, information. And we were hoping that they would throw out a load of announcements for launch games. Um, and they just never came. Yeah, and, and it, it brought the focus on that price. Yes. And we should discuss the price. Yeah. And because there was the the leaked information that became popular was uh, was two fifty dollars. Right. And it came in at two nine nine. And the fact that that was A new information yeah. and B higher than expected mm. has brought a lot of negativity. Yes. I think to this presentation. But I think it's also that that price which is you know, comparatively cheap to some other platforms, but then you have to add all the fact that it doesn't come with anything. There's no boxing game. Yeah. Um, you know, there's lots of extra stuff that you don't have to buy, but if you want the best experience, you're going to have to to invest in. So yeah, like a controller that charges the Joy Cons. I, I in the box. Was very surprised that that's not in the box. I mean, to me, it reminds me. I've said this a few times about the <clears throat> the old Sony E3 presentation where. I think the Saturn at the time was getting a lot of stick for how expensive it was. And Sony's press conference was basically just 299 and then he dropped the mic and walked off stage. Yeah. But then when you added in everything you needed to buy, it's like memory cards, game, it came to yeah, the same yeah. price anyway. Yeah. I think the Switch is a bit like that. It's like, yeah. it's quite cheap at base level, but you're not getting enough for that price. Yeah, it's funny because I agree. Like People focus on the 299. I actually think that's very cheap for what it is. I think what they showed at that presentation made me realize, okay, those Joy-Con controllers are significantly more than just Wii remotes yeah. that attach to something else. Yeah. Um, I think that that tablet is far more capable um, looking at the software that's running on it mm-hmm. than what we had assumed previously. Sure. So I, I think 299 is fine. It's, it's the, the added cost that was drip-fed to us yeah. uh, later on. Yeah, and it all came out within the last few uh, days. Yeah, so it was, it was yeah, like every, every day a different a new cost. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Today is the online cost. Oh, now it's the charging cost, and now it's you know this. Yeah. yeah. And that they should have been upfront with that. And um, I have some semblance of faith mm. that it's going to add it, the, the added cost is going to be worth it in the end. Right. But they need to be delivering that message. They have to own that message. And right now we're inventing for ourselves a narrative of what that's going to be like. Yeah. Uh, virtual console, for example. We don't know what that's going to be like. Is it a subscription? Do you pay per game? Historically, it's been an expensive pay per game uh, situation. Mm. So we're already creating the narrative that it's going to be bad. They've got to own that. Yeah. And this was their opportunity. And I think it's, we're allowed to be 
completely skeptical and yeah angry even uh expecting all that because yeah it's it's happened before yeah. and there's this, no, they've not given us any reason to to think otherwise the system is weeks away they told us to wait for this presentation and the presentation didn't tell us everything no so we're going to be buying a system with gaps in our knowledge of what yeah. that system is and if and right now we're buying a system that has one standout game which you could play on another which, system yeah which yeah. you could play on an, on another system same day and the next games for me that come, would come out would be Splatoon 2 in the summer Super Mario Odyssey in the winter yeah and then all the other publishers that's supporting it like let's see when Xenoblade drops when all this other stuff yeah, comes yeah. we find out about Fire Emblem tonight okay um, what's happening with that and they didn't mention Pokemon we know there's a Pokemon coming mm-hmm um, but it wasn't mentioned. It's like going to be a Pokemon Yellow, maybe equivalent. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. of the new ones. Uh, so it's it's relying a lot on the faith of the consumer, mm. and they have very few consumers left that have that faith. I, I'm one of them. You know, I actually found my Wii U to be a great investment. Mm-hmm. Um, I in- enjoyed the majority of games that were released on that platform sure. because there weren't that many games released on that platform, but so they all got thankfully they were all good, yeah. or mostly good. Um, so I have no nerves about the Switch being worth my money, mm-hmm. and I'll go in day one. But if the goal here was to attract new consumers or bring back people that have lapsed from Nintendo purchases in the past. Yeah. They didn't succeed that. No. And um, we've like the three of us are in different positions with this. So we all have pre-orders right now. Yeah. That, that's that three. stands true. Yeah. They, they, we can drop them at no cost to ourselves. They're there as a safety net as an, it was a knee jerk thing. Like, okay, I'm not losing anything by putting in an, an Amazon pre-order. You've, you've then gone Stu, you've gone and done one with FNAC, FNAC which so is a, it's a physical store. Physical yeah. store. Um, and now, over the next 50 days, I have to decide if I'm going to honour that or not, and I'm still not decided. Um, I think my, my current mentality going into 2017 is I'm sticking to one game at a time, mm-hmm. which is healthier. I'm getting through more games. Cheaper. And, I'm, and it's cheaper, and I'm enjoying <laughs> the games more. I'm appreciating them more. So if I was to pick one up, I would play Zelda until I was done with it, and just that. Yeah, uh, so and maybe that's maybe something else will come out while you're playing Zelda. And it doesn't need to be on the Switch. True, it can be. Like, they want they want to be in that position though. Yeah. <laughs> um, like reading interviews with Reggie uh, afterwards, mm. he he is of the belief that that's essentially how that system will be. Is you get the big AAA. Yeah. It by the time you, people have finished that big AAA. We have done a direct which announces the next one mm. that will be available. You play that one and so on. And for me, that's fine. For, for me, that I want, like, I get the system so that I can play those exclusive games wherever they are and, mm. and then put, give them the time. But that's not, that's a super luxury. Absolute and luxury. To me, that sounds like almost typical Nintendo just kind of misstepping and misunderstanding things. It's like, that's fine. You know, Nintendo deliver quality games. There's no denying that. Mm. But the world these days is people, you know, they will buy two games on the same day, the big launches, you know. Yeah. They, will, they will buy the new Assassin's Creed alongside the new Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, so I don't think Nintendo can... I mean, again, you know, we're not saying they're going to compete with 
the Microsofts and the Sonys, but I don't even know how they can survive amongst themselves with that attitude. It's like, no, and you're right because great games obviously don't matter because mm. I think um, the majority of people that played the big releases on Wii U would agree that they were some of the best games released in those years, but they didn't sell the system. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how good Zelda is, in fact. They've got to sell hardware before they can sell software. Yeah. And again, we've, we've had this debate amongst ourselves with other people. I mean, I, I strongly don't believe Zelda is a mass appeal game. I mean, I don't believe Witcher is a mass appeal game and Zelda is like that, you know. Yeah, it it's appeals, nothing compared to Mario. No. Not, it, nowhere close. It appeals greatly to the people that like it, but, you know, people don't rush out and buy the next massive RPG. You know, they rush out yeah. and buy the next FIFA again or the next Call of Duty so much as Zelda will be a fantastic game, and you know I love it personally, mm. I don't see it as a system seller apart from the fact that it's the only thing available. So of course yeah, it's going to yeah. sell well if the console sells well. Yeah, the attach rate will be best in class. <laughs> so that, yeah, yeah, mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, I haven't personally been blown away by a Zelda sure. since Ocarina of Time. I really like Link to the Past, which was the the DS, no, Link to New Worlds, Link to. Link to the Past was Link the Between Worlds. The SNES one. Yeah. Okay. The oh, Link, Link Between Worlds. What did I say? Link to Two Worlds. Yeah. The new, the new one that... The like, 3DS so, one. Yeah. It's a remake of <laughs> yeah, Link yeah. to the Past. So I've liked the most recent Zelda game, uh, but I I uh, didn't have a Nintendo home console uh, until the Wii. So I've had a Wii and a Wii U, and to me, like, whatever. <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> I was also getting into PC, and that's where everything is. Um, so I've been mistreated. I've not been appreciating it partly on myself, but also like there isn't too much there. And for you, you've spoken about it being just ideal. Like you get all of the good games and you, you play them when they come out and that's, yeah, that's yeah. ideal for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm in an even more unique position. Um, I mean, I, I bought the Wii U on launch. I, you know, I went all in. Um, Wii, U, Wii U had 32 games on launch, um, you know, compared to you know, the debatable four for Switch. Well, um, yeah, and I, I, I found very quickly, even with that choice, I mean, there was decent games and there was still probably more than four really standout kind of, you know, actual good games rather than just ports. Mm. And I found very quickly nothing was coming to the Wii U. It was the gap. I, I lost faith, I sold it, and then, you mm. know, skip ahead a year later, two years later, and there's so many good games on the Wii U I want to play. So I buy another Wii U. So I've owned two Wii U's in its lifetime. And now I'm kind of in that dilemma of, you know, do I show that faith again to the Skip Switch? Skip the first step, why like, not? Where, where do I put my strength? The strength not to buy day one or the strength to buy day one, but wait and be patient? It's yeah, difficult. yeah. Yeah, it's because you could and probably will have a piece of hardware and Zelda and not buy anything else until yeah. Splatoon or Mario. And the appeal of Zelda portable, like that Zelda portable is very appealing. But again, you're talking PlayStation Pro prices. Yeah. for everything I'd want to probably buy to have my Switch complete. Sure. And I think getting in, back into some of the details around that, like the portable thing, maybe Zelda will last three hours. For, for, oh, battery for, your, for your commute, you're probably fine, right? Yeah. You could do... You could do Charge a, it when you get to there, the office. There and back. And, well, oh. you, you, you want to buy... Do, are they allowing you to buy a second dock already? USB-C. Charger. Oh, just, you just charge. As, yeah. as long as they don't... But any kind of you have to be connected online to play Zelda on the <laughs> like Mario Run. Well, Mario that Run would just yeah. undo the whole thing there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and well, you mentioned this online subscription, which we don't know much about. What, what do we know now? 
Nothing. Wow. No, we, we, we know that you need it as of August to play games online. Um, we know that you get a rental of a SNES or NES game within that month, which yeah. you don't keep at the end of that I month. They take it away. They take it away and you get a different game save, next month. Your save is still there if you buy it and yeah. continue. So they haven't discussed, like, well, on the Wii U, for example, when a virtual console game was launched, it would launch with a 99-cent price tag. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if they're saying in that month window, you rent it, and if you buy it in the same month, it's 99 cents, mm. that's not too bad. Sure. That's, and you keep it. And then. depending on that, co- what that cost is. Exactly. But again, this is where you need to own that conversation. Yeah, it's, it's another misstep by Nintendo. They, yeah. It costs them nothing to let people keep that game, and the bad press they get from taking it away is... Is not worth. Yeah, it's not worth it. And like they, they need to control that message. There could be something good out coming out of this. It seems unlikely now. Mm. But if they can't let conversations like this podcast happen, <laughs> like the the fact that this podcast is full of so we many should, questions, we, yeah, is we a should problem. be so hyped for March seventh, just yeah. ready, just ready for it. Yeah, yeah. It should just be a matter of fact. And yeah, sure, cool. I'll buy it with Zelda. I know what else is coming. Yeah. That's, that are, you getting, are you getting the grey controllers or the coloured controllers? That yeah. would be the only question. <laughs> but, but, but again, you know, whether Nintendo know they're competing or not with Microsoft or Sony, the, the casual market is going to compare them to Microsoft and Sony. And on PS yeah. on PS4 and Xbox One, you keep your games if you're subscribing. Even on Xbox, yeah. even if you're not subscribing, I think. Yeah, uh, if you yeah. cancel gold, you still you have still to. Keep to, to have those games given and taken away mm. is really just seems spiteful and avoidably, you know, bad press that you could easily avoid. And at the end of the day, they're NES, NES games, which is cool for people that love Nintendo. But mm. again, I yeah. don't think that's much of an incentive for the common gamer these it, days. It shouldn't have been communicated at this at this point. It should have almost just been a invisible incentive. Like what you're paying for is this service. That's it. End of communication. Yeah. And then when it comes to the actual system coming out, oh, I just got Super Mario Brothers three for a month, and that's not what I'm paying for. Mm. That was something else. Sure. They shouldn't have sold it as an incentive. But the, but the trouble is, though, again, in, in this world where you, everyone accepts they have to pay for Xbox Live for PSN, it's not enough to pay for it for the service. You have to get something. I. I agree. And the only other communication we've had, because it was a question that Reggie was asked the other day by Game Informer, I think. Okay. Apologies if that's incorrect. Um, was essentially, what are we paying for? They're not going to, they're not going to talk price of the service right now, but it was straight up when they were running the servers for Smash Brothers and Mario Kart on the Wii U, mm-hmm. that was expensive to them. And they were, po- they were popular. They were, they were pop- big games and they, they still are today. Yeah. And they cannot repeat that loss. Sure. And, and I think, even though this hasn't been discussed, that is why the peripherals and the console cost what they are. Nintendo are not in a position to compete. They must compete with themselves and make profit. Yeah. Everything they sell must make profit right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so every hardware unit, I bet they profit. Which means they are just hoping, they are just, their aim, their goal is to fare better than they did with the Wii U. And yeah, the not, Wii U lost money. Not more. Yeah, the, the Wii U lost money. This must do the opposite. It's as simple as that. Yeah. And that's why we're paying for online. Yeah. And that's why we're paying what we are for. This, this is the concern. And I, I think to achieve that, they're going to push that burden onto the consumer. They, they already have, yeah. I feel, yeah. So by price gouging, or maybe not, you know, they're not going to release as many, you know, as much hardware as the Wii U to basically to try and force a success. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. again, that's my other dilemma, you know. I kind of almost also keeping my pre-order just because 
I have concerns that if I don't get it day one, even though I don't really feel like I, you know, it deserves to get day one. Maybe I can't get one again until Christmas when I may want one a bit before that. So they, they're making two million units and they've not discussed if they'll make more than two million units this year. Sure. Or, That's, or for Mario launch, which exactly. is the end of year. Now, two million is a, is probably a realistic target anyway for that hardware. But that's also a target that could be hit soon and they were just sold out. And that's, that's what I don't like about Nintendo, how they seem to go about business, you know, is creating demand with no supply. We saw it with the classic and the only people that benefits, you know, we, uh, switches will be on eBay for a thousand dollars the day after it comes out. And I don't think it's just because they're, um, being super conservative. They, right. they do benefit, like with the Amiibo stuff, they benefited from the, artificial rarity yeah and that's yeah that's not i feel like i'm almost being not as much as they could have though they could have benefited more by more being available and like the second hand market not picking up the benefit that that's what it is a combat is making sure they have uh to avoid the situation that Stu just said where you have a switch for a grand on ebay that isn't good no that's that's not good for anyone uh nintendo lose the consumer loses they have to have something in the pipeline where they're always meeting demand, yeah. but at the same time, and I, this is where I partially sympathise with their situation, they also can't afford to have units on shelves. Mm. So where do you predict that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. I can see this being a situation where if you don't buy at launch, you're going to struggle for a quarter before you can pick up units yeah. again. The, the Wii was the same. So it just feels like you're being almost extorted into your purchase because, you know, you want one, you need to secure it now. We may not give you anything to enjoy on it for mm. several months, but mm. yeah. if you don't like Zelda, tough shit. Yeah, I feel I feel less cynical personally because I, I understand that they have to sell 100% of their units, essentially. Mm. Um, but at the same time, they are... They will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're partially forced into this situation, but at the same time... They aren't leaning in the direction of goodwill. They're not taking any risks on the for, for our benefit and in turn theirs. Yeah. At the same time, they could also aim to achieve that by making it enticing. Yes. Like if you yeah. know if if Nintendo knows they've got a console coming out, their priority should be to some degree put on to like having you know a killer Mario out on day one. Yeah. Also, have you seen how quickly the Wii U and 3DS stock dried out? Like, yeah. there's been reports of just it's super difficult to get a 3DS right now because, and you expect that that's because they're trying to funnel people into going and pre-ordering the Switch. Like, don't bother with the old stuff. Yeah. Here's the new hotness. And yet it's not available. And then they've done stuff in the past, like Stu's mentioned several times, uh, that you the new 3DS didn't come with a power plug. That's right, yeah. Because... You, you're the only people buying the new one are the people that have got the old one. Yeah. I mean, it's it's extremely business-minded yeah. and it's not consumer-minded. Yeah. Um, and that, that's carried across. And yet they are absolutely universally like adored at a, at a um, general level. Yeah, well, the Halo slips. Yeah. The Halo does slip. It's, it slips generally, but still not with like diehard Nintendo fans, which I, I personally believe no one should be a diehard fan of any company because... <laughs> Any it's company, company. <laughs> yeah, it's a company. It's not a person, especially know. with Nintendo's uh, dark prostitution roots or something. Like, you know, <laughs> Nintendo want your money as much as anyone, and they'll, you know, they'll 
gouge you for that as much as anyone, but right. just because they do it with a cute little plumber and, mm. you know, you know, I believe they, they do have, you know, their, their kind of key employees are really passionate and do care about games, but at the same time, they're still there to take your money. Mm. So you shouldn't let them, you know, kind of blindly get away with yeah, it yeah. just because it's Nintendo. Sure. Yeah. Oh, you want the illusion at least. Yeah. And the illusion's not there. <laughs> Everything I see around the Switch is some of the worst, most cynical kind of business gaming practices I've seen come out of any company. But because it's Nintendo, kind of some of the mental gymnastics that people will perform mm. to kind of, you know, justify, oh, they're taking your games away because of this or they're charging this because of this. It's like, no. This is bad business practices for the consumer. Mm. You shouldn't just blindly support it because it's Nintendo. You should really question: Is it worth giving them the money at this time? Yeah. You know, is it worth yeah. paying four hundred euros for a, a Zelda machine? Mm. You know, don't just do it blindly. And that's kind of the position I'm in because I'm really torn right now. You know, sure, I have yeah. my pre-order. I do want to want it. There are there are other things we can talk about before we just move past that and look and think positively and think ahead, like. Mm. We haven't talked about their mobile stuff for the online, where it sounds yeah, like that the only okay. way to do voice chat is through a phone. To, mobile app. To, yeah. to me, again, like Nintendo are so forward facing, but at the same time, it's like I, I kind of think of them like your, you know, your uncle, un, uncle, uncle, or if like your, you know, your grandma was running a business. Like they just seem to not understand the kids at all. Kids all have mobile phones now, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. I'll use Discord, or you know, like I said before. Half the time, if I'm sitting down playing video games, my phone is charging somewhere. You know, I'm not, yeah. Or my, that, that is that should not be part of my uh, purchase proposition yeah. for their online service. Yeah. I can get voice chat on my phone. Yeah. And yeah, and what if you if you want to switch but you don't have a, a smartphone, you're screwed. Well, the other thing, yeah, that's the, true. Yeah. The other way around for me is I want to stream us playing games together. I now have to consider that your voices are coming out of the phone, the phone, yeah, or that I'm going to have to pipe. We're going to have to use PCs, and I'm going to have to have the have the chat occurring coming from a different location to the game. We'd have to use Discord. You'd have to yeah. capture the console through your PC, which is also capturing the audio from Discord. Yeah, to be able to capture an online session. Like, in, in, like whereas like, PlayStation and Xbox has all of that yeah. accessible as a sure. built-in function. For us, we have it. We have that stuff set up so that really. No. we'll be able to do that but not everyone is a website but they, they have a share button on yeah. the left Joy-Con yeah. um, for screenshots at launch eventually yeah, video and you would assume broadcasting in the future but who knows they say to social media so Facebook Live is possible but yeah. don't Nintendo take down anything from YouTube <laughs> so how you know you share it and then it's like cease and dismiss yeah that's going to be a assist. funny juxtaposition that happens. I bet you if you're not using their yeah. share feature, you'll have some it's problems. Not broadcasting straight from them, yeah. yeah. I mean, the bottom line is, again, we talk about the incentives of, of giving the games away when you're paying for service. The bottom line is, I don't think they're providing the basics for a paid service. I mean, you know, I don't want an extra... Well, not told us what they are. No, mm. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I saw a list where it is, is you pay for online and the, the, the phone app, everything yeah. else like store, friends list is free. Yeah, but still, mm -hmm. I'm paying to have to use a phone. Where if I'm having to use my phone, I may as well use Discord, yeah, which is probably yeah. going to be much e better than e your e service. Even discounts on the store, even discounts on the store would make it worth it. Mm. Like with with PS Plus and with the humble subscription sure. as well. Yeah, that, those discounts you get through that subscription add up and make it worth it. It's like paying for Amazon Prime. Yes. 
all I'm paying for is to make sure I don't have to pay shipping for the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, I buy enough on Amazon for that to be worthwhile. Mm. Just like 10% discount on some items would make it worth it. Because yeah, that was our pros- that was what our thinking was when we got into the humble monthly thing. It's like I yeah. buy enough games that the 10% off is going to pay for the subscription itself. Yeah, exactly. And I don't actually I'm not in a position to play many online games <laughs> uh, right now. And I don't play online games on PlayStation, but I do subscribe to PlayStation Plus, and sure. I get something back from that. Yeah, um, they have a lot to communicate. Yeah, I mean, we we can't judge them for things they haven't done yet, but history shows that yeah. I, I yes, don't like the problem. The eShop has never been good, in my opinion. No, virtu- never, and virtual console. No, they they charge crazy prices for the games on there, yeah. and they never get discounted. And they Very don't get rarely. carried over. Like the no. thing with Xbox and PlayStation is that a lot of stuff is carried over, like. One of the most impressive things from Microsoft, they've done plenty wrong, but one of the most impressive things from Microsoft is the number of backwards compatible 360 games on the Xbox. They continue to commit one, to it. And it, it's just there. And you, like this year, they added like Red Dead and a load of other big hitters. Mm-hmm. And I, I just throw my disc in and I'm playing an updated, crisper version of an mm-hmm. old game. There's no opportunity. There's no way that we'll be playing Wii U games on the Switch. Now this would be a harder reboot than ever. This would be a harder reboot than ever. Yeah. Like the hardware in the Switch is the most unique hardware they've ever done yeah. to the point that the engineering work they're going to have to do on everything means they're going to have to charge to make it worth their while. Sure. So- sounds like it's going to keep the third parties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a struggle. Uh, yeah. yeah. There, there, there was uh, an article I read where someone theorized that if you're a true Nintendo fanboy, mm. you will buy Skyrim and FIFA no matter what. Because if you want to help Nintendo oh. as as like a, a soldier of Nintendo, yeah. that is how you help that company. Disciple. You need to buy FIFA. You need to buy Skyrim. Right. Yeah. Because that will say to third parties, oh, we have to pay attention to this. Okay. So there's like a Reddit group going around doing that? I yeah, guess. yeah. Yeah. That's fanboyism to it. It's extreme. Um, speaking of backwards compatible stuff like de- digital downloads and so on, um, in order for it to be a portable console, um, they've got a very fast drive in there, like a flash drive, right? Yeah, it's a flash drive. And, the, and therefore, and the best, like the biggest, like high end in, in capacity flash drives right now are, are what? Are they 256? Gig? Flash drives you can get into two terabytes. Oh, okay. But they cost I can't remember it is now, it's like fifty cents per gig. Uh, two, two five six was one eighty. Right. Jeez. But yeah, you're talking a thousand euros yeah, and, for a two and terabyte drive. And also currently the hardware is limited to two five six gig if you want to add something in. Because it comes with thirty two. No, which... so you can add min it's is it mini or micro SD? Micro SD. Micro is a smaller one, though. Yeah, micro SD. So um, although they're not readily available on the market, yeah. the hardware supports two terabyte micro SDs. Okay. Um, but bear in mind, I think a 512 gig one right now hmm. um, is around about 170 euros. So a two terabyte, <laughs> you're talking like 300 euros would be cheap yes. for that yes. right now. Um, but then how many games are going to be released that you want to play? Mm. Um, and to an extent, I kind of think Nintendo know that. I don't know. I mean, 2017, 32 gigs, no matter what the, the technology is too small. I mean, Zelda takes up half of that. You're talking 
third-party games, you know, Nintendo consoles suddenly going to have all these big patches that those games come with. And but yet I didn't have that issue with the Wii U. But not, I don't think they're expecting you to buy digital. Would I have bought more games on the Wii U if I had a hot, larger hard drive? We don't install. No. The games don't install. You're right, it saves, isn't it? Well, yeah. no, it's, if, it's a, if it's buying cartridges, they don't install. Yeah. So that's why it doesn't need... Well, yeah, and if you're not able to buy everything digital or not being urged to buy things digital... Well, they're not urging you to buy digital because there's not enough storage. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, but, so why is it there? Why is yeah. the eShop which, there? Which shows the conflicting nature of Nintendo because <laughs> a couple of months before the launch, I definitely read something where like, our Nintendo is going to go full digital or something. Yeah. Which, yeah. Oh, is there going to be cartridges? Well, they showed they showed it in the teaser initial like... Yeah, I mean, and it, it seems... I kind of like what they're trying to do here. Yeah. I like the fact that you're guaranteed a very high-speed... Um, read-write access mm. media, regardless. Yeah. I hope so, because the Wii U was the slowest feature. Yeah, it, yeah, it really was. They, they made it quicker. It's still terrible. Yeah. Um, someone made the comparison between Hyrule Warriors 3DS and Wii U. Yeah. And there is no loading time on the 3DS. Because it's, yeah. it's a cartridge. Yeah. So that sounds really attractive. The fact that everything's just instantaneous. And for a portable thing, obviously. Yeah, but the trouble is, also for a portable thing like my Vita and I did invest in a very expensive right. internal storage for yeah. my Vita which is even worse because it's proprietary yeah true <laughs> um, it's more ideal to have everything installed yeah that means that I'm going to be paying around 200 euros on storage sure because you just want it because I am going to play I personally will buy a lot of games sure on that thing so, a lo- so for a lo- me it's expensive a lot of people will never change from the 32 gigs that it comes with um, yeah is that going to put off developers who only make digital games? Are we going to see less cool digital indie games yeah, the on high, Switch? They'll have to be small. I do, mean, they, they tend to be small. Do you mean 80 gig right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the last Call of Duty was 100 gig when, it, when you factor in the, uh, remaster. The remaster of Modern right, Warfare. Okay. And you had to have them both installed. Yeah. Want to play that Are game? we going to see a Call of Duty on the Switch? That's what I mean. It's like, there's, this is why, again... Do Nintendo need third parties? You know, people say yes or no, but they're still courting them because they know the appeal. But there's no way, in my opinion, that they, the console can keep them. The only way they'll keep them is if those games are profitable. And they have to develop the game only for Switch, which is a big, big Which, ask. again, you, you're not going to get from the, the, the core mass big publishers. You might get from the more, you know, the interesting third parties. Like, I'm really... I really want to know what From Software are doing for the Switch. I hope it's an exclusive. I hope it's not just a port yeah. of Dark Souls. Aye. Yeah. But everyone else, the Activisions, you know, no, no. Ubisoft, maybe Ubisoft you'll get some unique games because they always... They have a Rabbids game. But, you know, yeah. the Activisions, it's going gonna, gonna to be ports and, you know, who are we kidding? It's going to be Inferior. lesser ports, yeah. Yeah, there's there uh, some comparison screenshots of Dragon Quest X. Okay. And the, the PS4 version is... Miles beyond the Switch version. Ten, ten, I mean, it's really, really, really ten, bad. Ten is the MMO, right? Yeah. So I read that eleven. They're actually making it different on each platform it appears on. So it's the same game, but like maybe on oh, the okay. Switch it has like a different graphic style. On the 3DS, it's top down or something. Okay. I mean, they were able to actually do a like yeah. for like, and it, there's sure. like there's no particle effects but on the Switch version. That's like the equivalent of what they normally would do as like mm-hmm. a, a home console and a portable. Yeah, the it's a side scroller yeah. platformer. Yeah. I don't. I actually don't know why Nintendo bother. Because um, I, I, well, they do it for launch, right? They do it to try and pull people in to have the hardware. 
No, because we've we've talked about why would you? Who is sitting there thinking? Do I get a PS4 or a Switch? or a Switch? Yeah, um, that's the thing. I don't think there is, but there is a belief that there is clearly mm. because why is Elder Scrolls on there? But what does that prove? Yeah. It proves it runs, right. but other than that, why would I choose that platform? Because it's portable? Because you love Any... Skyrim and you've played it on every system. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know who that game is for. Yeah. And and the Wii U is actually my favourite platform of mm. the generation. I sure. prefer it over my PS4 and I don't have an Xbox One. Mm. Um, but I'm never going to buy a multi-platform game on Wii U, yeah. ever. Because it's not made for that platform. Sure. Therefore, it's just not going to be a good experience. Yeah. Um, I would actually rather Nintendo have reached out to third parties, and this is a selfish thing, mm. said, are you going to make a game exclusive to this? No? Fine. Thanks. Yeah. We're not going to do anything. Like We're not doing business. I think it should go even further, and I think Nintendo aren't good enough uh, courting these third parties properly and giving them the, the assistance, the ability, the access make to make these games. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Nintendo is notoriously difficult for third parties. And history shows, again, that third parties don't make money on Nintendo. Yeah. So Nintendo, Even on the Wii. To encourage these third parties to make these games exclusive, there needs to be some incentive yeah. from Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. The, the narrative around the last gen was that the Wii U was a supplement, a supplemental console that we would... Like there was the thought of like you get a PS4 and you get a Wii U and the, you got the whole cross section. You've got mm-hmm. the Wii U exclusive games and then you've got everything else on the console or the PC or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think the most enticing exclusive games are on Nintendo platforms. For, yeah, for me, and, and, uh, they, and definitely they quite for often have been for. But this for goes back to what I said earlier. This is why Nintendo they know they've got a console coming out. Of course they do. They should use as much time as they can to have t- even two, but ideally four. Here's Mario Day 1. Here's Zelda Day 1. I know this sounds crazy, like science fiction when we talk about Nintendo, but no. at the end of the day, I don't think it's a good enough prospect to say, here's Zelda Day 1. You know, oh, there's some... Maybe month, maybe a monthly drop? Yeah, even that. Not Some, all day, something all something day. that you know, okay, I've got Zelda, that's cool. I've, maybe I've got, You've got sec- a release schedule second, for the like, next... A second mid-tier game on Day 1. Yeah, yeah mm. in a month I've got Mario. Yeah. But, mm. you know, it, what, what they've got planned, I don't think is, is good enough for anyone, really. In my opinion. What was strange is that we got like a calendar of release dates, right? We know through other channels that Nintendo are working on other games that will be released before the end of this year. Mm. Yet they didn't even say the words, and there's more to come. Yeah. You don't even get that. It's just like, here's the whole release plan. And it's really odd language. And And even with that, though, again, back on the Wii U we had the same thing with Zelda. You know, people bought Wii U's for Zelda. Yeah, which yeah. Is, which yeah. is now coming then, out. On and maybe that's why they're not saying anything and the, the end <laughs> in case the, it doesn't happen. At the end of the conference, they were bouncing to Reggie and Reggie would bounce to Miyamoto. It's like, oh, what's the release date for, for Zelda? Like, oh, oh yeah. we're going to be so impressed that it's launch day. Same. It's like, well, you, it better I, be I, launch I, day. I, I read people asked Reggie directly about Metroid. Mm. And he, again, was like, oh, yeah, we know you guys love Metroid. Yeah, Metroid. But again, there's no... There's no indication that they're going to do anything with that or no, not no. be a Metroid game. The, the, there's a similar response to the GameCube Virtual Console. Um, and what, he's, what his story was oh. is that he joined Nintendo as GameCube had failed. Like it was, it, They were winding it down, essentially. Yeah. And he was there to pick up the pieces. That was part of his job. Um, so it's weird to him that many years later, people want GameCube games or Virtual Console. And that was his response to that question. It's like, just like, really? It's weird that you want that. So like you don't deserve that. 
you didn't yeah. want them before why do you want them now well, and yeah I mean maybe that's actually a good question but that's not how you market something are you going to buy them now? yeah of course like yeah, yeah. yeah you separate that from your that's, yeah, that's the trouble too, it's too transparent yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's the trouble it's like we, you know, this comes up a lot for any company it's like you know people want new IP then they don't buy new IP people mm. complain it's another Call of Duty but they buy it yeah. I, think, I think Nintendo takes that too personally whereas other companies just eat it up it's like okay we launched, we launched this new IP you didn't buy it. We're still going to support it. Do a couple of sequels, yada yada yada. And Nintendo's like, oh, you, you didn't like it then, so you're not getting it now. <laughs> so or pay. when it comes out, you're paying twenty dollars. Yeah. yeah. So I think for each one, there's so few people that are going to get it. Yeah. That yeah. We'll do that. Okay. And then, and then there's the, like the region free thing. Like they made a region free. People can choose to then lock. lock yeah, it. yeah. My okay. This my cynical response to that yeah. is we don't have to make as many games. Well, yeah. Or we don't have to bother. Like localizing, yeah. we you're going to gonna get it. You will, you will seek it yeah. out if you really want it. Obscure Japanese puzzle game, which you could just about get through the menus. It's part of our official lineup now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's my cynical response to that. I mean, I'm glad because I actually am the sort of you person would that would buy those games again, and import them. So. It's, it's good for people that are going to seek it out. But again, for average Joe on the street, I just don't see what prospect there is with the Switch yeah, we, yeah. If, if, they're, neat, they're, they're driving themselves into a niche what, yeah. what would make the average Joe switch to the Switch <laughs> yeah I mean no, no I can't I couldn't with a straight face recommend the console to anyone I know and that's always again being for Nintendo is, you know, isn't yeah. like you or Bob or, well here's the interesting thing is uh, my my wife and my mother want one okay because because of the IP okay they well, want yeah. Zelda Mario, Mario Kart, and that is it. Sure. And they will buy it because they don't have a PS4. Because that's the best place to play them. <laughs> well, yeah, but that, you know that's the only games they ever want to play sure. ever. Yeah, and that's the console that has them. But I don't know if that's representative of the fact that this has mainstream appeal. I, I think that there is. I think that market's shrinking. I think yeah. I think the Switch has no mass market appeal. I, I think yeah. Nintendo is is not a cool enough brand. Despite again, the diehard people will fight me to the death to say that, but it's not an, it's not Apple. It's yeah. not Sony. And it's you, I agree. Cool. And no, I do. I want it to be. Yeah, yeah. I want it to be, cool. but it's not. And then you have people like us that would count ourselves as Nintendo fans over the years that are wavering, and they're yeah. not helping that. Like, yeah, you've got your like your wife and mother are less informed than we are. They just see BBC they, News. Yes. They see the news. They hear it's that the new Mario machine is coming. Yeah. And they'll get it. And that's enough for them. The reason and they didn't want the Wii U is because they thought that was an expansion of the Wii. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least it's got a new name this time. Yeah, yeah. So maybe those people, they'll get them back. Yeah, given that, the name is not terrible for like the first it's time. It's a good name. Yeah. And, and actually, I kind of liked in the presentation where they're showing all the consoles, like, this is what we took from each console. We took... GameCube had a handle, <laughs> therefore this is portable. Yeah, yeah. I liked I like the idea that the Switch is the uh, the third game, the third console in the Wii trilogy. It's like it takes yeah, yeah. the best parts of the last two and tries to make good on it, and they're already. It was it was Miyamoto, and it was quite revealing. But yeah. Miyamoto said, "I hope that people understand." That the Wii U had to fail for this to succeed, or something yeah, like that. this. Is this is the phoenix that rises from the ashes of the Wii U? Because I'm, I'm, in, sure, I'm in sure. terms. so this wouldn't have existed if the Wii U had succeeded. Well, they had to experiment with the Wii U. Okay, uh, but what what really like what was experimental with the Wii U, and what was because a touchscreen in a controller? Nah. Well, for me, 
Two screens. Here's a funny thing. Two D, three DS at home. Here's, two DS at home. Here's the thing I'm gonna miss is the dual screen experience. Yes, that's gone. It's there are gone. Two, there are two screens in play, never at the same time. Exactly. And for me, the Wii U was cool because, like, um, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, for example, yeah. the gameplay happens yeah. on the screen, but you've got all your um, communication like, stuff. It's map. like your your PDA, your phone. But again, it is, it's just a 3DS. Yeah, so, yeah, but so that was—I mean—that was—that was a great selling point. No, for no, me. I mean I'm yeah. not saying this is except bad. for the like look up, look up, look down. Some games would switch you between things too too much. Sure, strategy games but, would be better. But even at yeah. launch, the zom- the, like Zombie U, it's like you had to look around, look at your inventory on the mm. screen. Meanwhile, you're vulnerable on the, on the TV. <laughs> I mean, when you when you look at it, it's sandwiched in between the Wii and the Switch. Now, the game, the the Wii U is pretty standard. Like it's nothing. Sure. So again, I was reading this, you know, threads on Reddit the other day and people talking about how experimental like this was. Oh, the Switch is just as experimental as the Wii U. So why do you want to buy a Switch? It's like, but it's not really. The Wii U is just a 3DS in your home with yeah. a very yeah. plasticky controller, which is cool, but it's nothing really. It's, it's probably their most traditional console in a long time. And I, that the, the controller wasn't of a very high quality. Uh, the Switch powerful. looks really nice. Yes, no, and a, the, the motion controllers look really good as well. Mm-hmm. Except for the placement of the sticks, only 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 for that one use case when you're using just the right Joy-Con. F- yeah, just don't, the whole controller. Just don't have friends, and you'll be fine. Because that's more for like, done. To be honest with you, they. This is the funny thing: is in that original Switch reveal last year, they were breaking away the controllers and Aye. sharing the joy, Aye. as they say, mm. um, sharing the con. But there are very nice. <laughs> there are very few games that even utilize it in the launch. And you can't like, uh, for example, Arms. Each arms, you need two Joy Cons per player. Yeah. Um, the the main use case they showed, um, other than one two switch, which doesn't use the control in a traditional sense, it's yeah. a motion controller. Mm. Uh, was Street Fighter Two? Okay, yeah. I'm not playing Street Fighter Two with an analog stick. No damn way. That is not happening. Yeah. Um, oh, and then also, well, even the normal configuration, in order to surface the Joy-Con experience, like one Joy-Con experience, the D-pad on the left is replaced yeah. with buttons. Yeah. And that makes the most uh, popular control method for, for us yeah. inferior to the Wii U even. I mean, this is why I would definitely have to get a Pro Controller, which again is adding 80, 80 euros. Does that have a normal that. D-pad? It does. Yeah. Okay. It has the Nintendo D-pad. But then even 80 euros, 70 euros? Yeah, 70 to 80, I can't remember. I think it's 79.99. I mean, it's... And that doesn't have HD rumble. It doesn't. Oh, you I, finally found that out. They haven't said it does, which to me says it does not. And, sure. the, and this, you would say because you get it already on the console. Why do you want it on? The you list? put the Joy-Con on your lap to get the <laughs> the HD rumble one on your lap. And, yeah. and despite being like the inventors of it, I don't really think Nintendo have done a decent D-pad in a long time. Oh, I like uh, yeah. Okay, I guess that's subjective. I like the D-pad I, I, on I, the 3DS. They... The Wii U one's really good, I think. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think I, you have to break it in. <laughs> you have to really break it in. It's too stiff to start with. I'll give you that. Okay. But once it's broken in, it feels good. It's got your own flavor to it. Yeah. On your thumb. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I refuse to get a pro controller. Sure. Personally. Mm-hmm. So Street Fighter is probably not going to be much fun for me unless you buy the 150 or $170 huh? Hori arcade stick. Which they have oh. yet to officially announce. Okay. That was leaked, and then which will probably be used for nothing again in its only Smash Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Of course. 
Um, so just what's the main thing you, you're looking forward to? Like you're getting it because you're getting it. Like, yeah, to yeah. have it. So I mean, it, this, this conversation's about the launch. Sure. And um, I I would hesitate to call myself a Nintendo fanboy because fanboy is a negative term, yeah. and I think that that's an extremist. I am a realist. This was a, is a terrible launch plan. Yeah. It's a a, a really bad um, communication plan mm-hmm. as well. I. I'm still very excited about the hardware. Yeah. I'm not phased by the price at all. Um, I will buy Zelda day one. Mm-hmm. I might buy one to switch because someone I know should. Sure. And if it's going to be only me, <laughs> I'll buy it just so we can play it and, and judge it Take one for, the for better or worse. Yeah. Um, and talk about it. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. We're in the business to be able to discuss it stuff. Yeah. here. I want, and it's the only game that fully utilizes yeah, all of that hardware. It's the experimental thing that could exactly. Have been it's the Nintendo Land. But tell me, why did they not do like a a WarioWare or something? I think that would be a good license. But, um, no, no, no. no. I, they, they, in my opinion, they have no excuse. They know they've got a console coming <laughs> up. They know their history of that would have been launches. that would have fared way better if launch a okay. WarioWare. That's what I mean. Thing. Replace one They'll two switch one. with WarioWare, Zelda. You're done. That's a much better launch. But <laughs> one two switch it seems like a crazy. Price. It I, I think really ropey as well. I think the opportunity to create an IP was probably what they were going for there. Like oh, with sports <laughs> with these memorable, memorable characters that they've now got. Like, I mean, the the fact that you don't like it that wasn't their intention. Now we got we got roadworks next to us. What is that? It's a power drill. I honestly thought someone started farting. <laughs> <laughs> Powerful. What sort of studio rental place is this? <laughs> Sorry, where did you take us? Um, but the thing I'm the thing I'm looking forward to hasn't been announced. Okay. I am looking forward to Something what is to happen. come. I do have faith it will. Because yeah. with the Wii U, it did. And I think this will be marginally yeah. more successful. Than I mean, that. The, the Square stuff looks cool by the Bravery Default guys. Yeah. Um, I really, really, really hope From Software do something unique and not just support of Dark Souls. Um, I, I'm still torn. I've still got my pre order in. You know, I'm, I'm, every day I'm different. Like today, I'm definitely going to stick with it. Tomorrow, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Some, you read something that just turned you off completely. Someone, someone phrased something in the right way. It's just like, yeah, you're right. Fuck I, Nintendo. I, I, I know, and mine, it might be a bit of a personal thing, I guess. And I, maybe I should get over this. But I know, <laughs> I know, Zelda Day One for me is enough. Just the thought of playing that portable is enough. But I don't feel. I feel like Nintendo should be rewarded for this. Like, and I know that sounds really yeah. like, personal and petty. Well, I don't know. I, I, there was nothing on PS4 for me for months. They won't notice. For You're months. Right, but yeah. Nintendo might notice, they that's might, the problem. If enough, yeah. <laughs> if not enough, we don't sell enough. Yeah. I don't know, I, 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 I really dislike the PS4 launch. I regretted the PS4 because I thought the Xbox One games were better. Yeah. But I knew over time the PS4 would be the you better can't, system. The trouble is, you can't even have that certainty with Nintendo though. At least not, not with... It might, it might take longer or it might not come. It's like, yeah, you, you say there's... Like ten amazing games you played on the Wii U. Yeah, but it took a lot of time for that. It took a and long still, time, and there's still not many games comparatively, which is right. enough for you. It's enough probably for me for a console. Mm. Yeah, but it's still, enough for your second console. Yeah, it's just not. You know, Sony PS4 launch might not be amazing. I think it was still better than the Wii U. Definitely better than the Switch, mm-hmm. just for variety at least. But you know for sure that Sony are going to be committed to that console. Yeah, yeah. And that's gonna, why I got that You're going to get the games. You're going to yeah. get the good third-party games and the good exclusives. Yeah. Nintendo well, is always so unsure. Sure, but the only other thing I'd, I'd say is that Nintendo are a games company only. Yeah, and yeah so they don't they have need, no commitments. They do like, kind of need to back stuff up, whereas Sony 
I guess the PlayStation is the only real positive. I think Sony, Sony pretty business. much is a games company now, seeing so it makes all their but money. Like, yeah, yeah. Microsoft could flounder for for ages, yeah, yeah. and and to, and because their launch communication was so bad, yeah. I actually thought this console could die. Yeah, it was that. Bad. It can't. Come I don't think the Switch this. will die. I think yeah. the Xbox One could have. Yeah, and you know how. Yeah, like, and, I, and I think they've kind of put it to rest themselves a little bit by having window, you know, everywhere, get Xbox everywhere, or whatever, which is great for the consumer. But yeah, if the yeah. Xbox One was successful or more successful, I don't think that would ever happen. And mm. this is why you need to buy Switch hardware because <laughs> you know those games are never going to be anywhere else. They'll never do it. No, no. It'll never happen. Um, if they release something on mobile, which they have, it will be something that is so tailored to mobile that it's a mobile game mm. and you could almost ignore its existence even as a Nintendo fanboy. Um you just have to get that hardware. You don't have to get a PS4. Yeah. You don't have to get an Xbox One. For me, you have to get a Nintendo Switch. Honestly, Nintendo basically the mafia. <laughs> Their business is just extorting people. I'll close up by saying I'm looking forward to not having huge day one patches because they can't. Oh, is that the case? Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. I'm just... Ass- oh, because there's no storage. Yeah. <laughs> like they will restrict yeah. the size of your day one patch because every consumer has... Because it had the goal uh, of Nintendo I mean, approval, yeah. and I know we're wrapping up, but that kind of stuff is again is going to lead to third parties going elsewhere. Because oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, one yeah, of yeah. the worst things about early practices. Xbox was like patch size of like forty megs or something. Yeah, you know. Now look at patch yeah. sizes, like and, uh, up yeah. to ten gigs for some games. Yeah, and if you're making a PS4 game, you might as well get an X1 version together. Like the same can't be said for yeah. Nintendo hardware yeah. ever. I think they're going to double down on small indie developers mm. who will accept a smaller price tag to go exclusive. Sure. Um, and with the Nintendo exclusives, three years from now, this will look like a good system. <laughs> yeah, and as, absolutely. As the Switch Two is coming out, <laughs> the new and, Zelda. Yeah, and if you're not, if you're on the fence, you could easily just come back in three years and be blown away by them yeah if, if you're on the fence don't go in now because yeah. you're I'm yeah. on the fence but I, well, it's not as easy for yeah. me <laughs> well for you for you you've got the excuse of we can talk about stuff over the next few I can years. bring my switch to you every That's day not, even I, I want it day one but just because I want it day one <laughs> That's that's the the mark of a a developer of hardware that makes attractive hardware that's where the Apple comparison comes in mm. you're right they're not Apple but it's that appeal. It's the appeal of having it. And they do a good job of that. But for me, that's just with anything, though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's, that's your problem. Yeah. That's your neuroses. All right, we're going to have to wrap up now. Because right. uh, Re- like the, the rim's yeah, we're getting ejected. Yeah. Some uh, band are having, having to perform in here next. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, enjoyed that. And we'll be back again next week. Another episode. Wait, isn't this like our yeah. anniversary or something? Yeah, oh, it's a two-year anniversary. Well, we podcast. started. We released the first uh, episode two years ago. Right. Okay. We had a break, but it's been. Two, we've been doing this on and off. At well, least there you two go. Years. But Nintendo knew this, and they timed the release. Of Where the, will we be in two years? Dead. Um, Finally, playing the first good Switch game. That's <laughs> <laughs> not. Poor Zelda. And no, Zelda. Zelda looks fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Mario will be delayed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah.